Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Kira Paulson. She's an intuitive energetic healer, inspirational speaker, and mother to five children. She is a spiritual entrepreneurship coach for light workers, healers, leaders, change makers. She helps women create their soul work and successful businesses derived from their gifts and their purpose. And we're going to talk about awakening your divine self, uh, create a body of work that's centered on your gifts, and just how to nourish your mind, body, and soul daily. She's also the founder of Freedom House Publishing. She helps these writers and thought leaders become published authors. So she's very accomplished and has so much insight. So here she is. My name is Kira Polson. I am a mother to five children. I am the CEO of Freedom House Publishing Co. And I help women who are light leaders, thought leaders, healers, shamans, creators, bring their messages to the world through written and published books. And then I help them create successful businesses of light. And I am so passionate about that. Great. And you started the spiritual entrepreneur, right? So what is that and how did did you get started? So the spiritual entrepreneur is a digital course that I I teach all the women who are in my mastermind. So I teach it in a mastermind format and it teaches you how to create a digital course. It teaches you how to launch a podcast, how to create a coaching business. It teaches you how to write a book, but it's all from a spiritual standpoint. So every Mm -hmm. aspect of the business I teach spiritually and it creates so much more expansion. It also is so much easier when we create spiritually. And then also in that course, I teach a daily healing practice. And that's a real uh, deep thread of the work that I do is teaching all the leaders that I work with how to do a daily healing practice so that they can stay in their highest vibrations. I love that. And do you recommend that somebody is already starting out on their spiritual journey to start the course or are you working with a lot of beginners who are just interested in wanting to expand their frequency and raise their vibration? So I find the people who I work with are, I work with women and I work with women who feel this like urgency in their soul. Like they have Mm -hmm. a message to write. They have a work to create and they may have already started it, but they just, They haven't gotten a lot of traction or they can't seem to get things completed and they Mm -hmm. need it to be taught spiritually, not, not the way the world works. Ah, I see. Okay. That's interesting. Did you always know you were very spiritual or did something happen to that kind of like you came into it just out of like a shock? I feel like my whole life has, I've been very connected to God. I feel like the, I've always been aware spiritually of, of um, like angels and um, being really aware of the spiritual realm, but I kind mm-hmm. of turned it off when I was a teenager, yeah. you know, like tried to, tried to kind of mute that piece <laughs> a little bit um, as I feel like most spiritual beings do, right? <laughs> Sometimes of course. Intense. <laughs> oh yeah um, but I would say five years ago I had what I would call was like an awakening of mm-hmm. truly like my gift showed up 
because I started to heal my old trauma wounds. I had some trauma happen to me as a child. And when I dived in and started healing, it awakened my gifts again. And it created this passion, this fire to make a difference in the world. That's amazing. And is there, or are there any other like healing modalities you'd like to try that you kind of been like putting off, but you'd like to maybe try and then implement into your business? Oh, you know, I'm always, I'm always learning more. So I just completed a shamanic healing course um, for the last six months that just deepened, deepened my healing abilities. And I'm always, always looking to learn more. It's, it's like, I love healing. It's just so much fun. It's a big piece of my life. So I'm always a yes to learn more. That's great. So what made you want to start the Awaken podcast? Do you feel like you always had the voice for a podcast? I no, I didn't. I um, <laughs> it was just like it was just you know, it's like everything else that I've created. It came in like real clear inspiration that that's what needed to happen. And so, um, you know, I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know what I was doing, but <laughs> um, I figured it out, and it's been just such a joy. I love that. That's great. What do you think is next for the podcast? Anything new and interesting coming up? Any new guests? Mm, So the podcast is kind of a mixture of guests when I feel inspired. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of, um, it's different because I don't just like, just go out and find guests. I have to feel like deeply inspired for them to be on the show. Mm. And so a lot of it is me just speaking things that I'm learning or I love to highlight the authors that I help publish because the only books that we publish at Freedom House are books of light, self-help, healing. Mm-hmm. So these authors just have these crazy awesome stories. So um, I've got a lot of new authors coming through in the next month, which means that I'll have a lot of guests sharing about their books, about how they got to where they are, and just really, really powerful women. That's great. What does it take to be published by you? Like, what are you looking so, for? I we only publish women, and it's not because I don't like men. I actually love men, and I have four <laughs> sons, so I'm Aww. not anti-men. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have four sons and one little girl, and um, okay. but I feel called to serve women. I feel called mm-hmm. to help women rise together in community and to rise in their messages, and so. Freedom House is a publishing house for women, and it is for women who have divinely inspired messages, messages that are going to impact humanity with light, that are going to transform people's lives. That is what we're looking for. We're looking for content that is going to ripple light through the world. Love And do you think it takes an awaken, a more awakened person to be able to run the publishing house? Like, do you think that helps you in regards to being able uh, to find authors? I, de- I mean, the, the vein I'm in, for sure, because mm-hmm. we are, like, I, I pray every morning with, you know, I ask my angels to go out and find the women, the light leaders, the prophetess, the women who need their, their messages published. So everything that we run through in this program in my publishing house is all spiritually driven, which I think adds light all that we do you know I totally totally agree I always ask this 
my guests because I always love to get their opinion. But what do you think is the biggest problem energetically we are faced with? Oh, goodness. Loaded, I would say right? right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. yeah. But I would say right now, the biggest problem that I see is that um, everyone I know who's like a healer, who's a light leader, are extremely empathic. And mm-hmm. when they don't protect what they're consuming, if they let themselves oh, yeah. really dive in to everything that's happening in the world and they are on the news all day and they're watching things on social media, what happens is like it is nearly impossible for an empathic person to not feel everything. And it becomes right. a trap for all of these leaders and these healers because it it distracts them from the one thing that they're here to do, which is to massively impact the world. So I think that is the biggest problem right now is that it is almost impossible to to not energetically feel what's happening, but it's so crucial to make make a very clear, conscious decision on what you're consuming with your eyes, your ears, and mm-hmm. allowing yourself to really feel what is it that I'm here to do to bring more light to a world that's crumbling. Absolutely. And what would you say are like your top five tips on just how to bring more light and just raise your frequency? What do you do? So top thing for me, and I teach this and and I live this, is that every morning I have a sacred space. And mm. and I have five young kids. So it's not like, yeah. and I go outside <laughs> and no one bugs me. Like, no, I literally have to wake up before my five children. I have to commit to a sacred space for me is there's always healing that happens in my sacred space. There's always connecting to the divine. There's always gratitude and there's always um, sitting with my future self. And those, like, I would say that's my five tips is like create a sacred space, do some Mm -hmm. healing work, connect to the divine. Gratitude is huge. And then the last piece is really seeing the vision that you have for yourself and for your gift, like, why are you here? See that vision, feel that vision, and your energy and your frequency will always shift if you do that. That's, I totally agree. So these five kids, like, super mom, super mom status, did you always <laughs> know you were going to have that. a big family? I really, like, five kids, mom. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm clapping for you. Good job. And like being able to do all these things. How do you make it like how do you make it work? Like how? You know <laughs> I am I I don't know, except that I do believe I have a lot of help spiritually. I work with my angels mm. a lot and I ask my angels to like open spots, right? Like this is my first year in sixteen years that I have all kids in school. So like oh all my of gosh. a sudden I'm like holy macaroni, like, I can, like, work eight hours a day, I'm going to blow this business alive, you know, like, up to this point, I've only been able to work, like, three to four hours a day, and so what I used to do when I had kids at home was I would Mm -hmm. have to ask my angels, like, open up a spot for me to podcast today, and they would always open, like, a neighbor would randomly call and be like, hey, can your kids come over and play for 30 minutes, I'm like, well, there we go, that's my podcast time, so it's like everything had to be spiritually driven to create the space and time to do the work. 
And mm-hmm. um, that's really the only way. I, I wouldn't take any credit except that I asked. I asked for a lot of advice. You, you asked the angels. So if somebody wants to get into asking their angels for help, it's just having like a conversation between another person. Like how, how can someone start? Yeah. Yeah, it's so simple. I I really believe, and obviously this is just my belief, but I believe that Mm -hmm. we have a support team of angels, guides, leaders, teachers who are assigned to us, but they they abide by a law of agency, which means that unless we ask, there's only so much they get to participate. But if we ask them for help, they're like 100% in. And so I just ask, like I you know, I pray to God, but I think whoever is listening, if they just even pray to the divine, I ask God to call in my angels in and through the divine light. And then I ask them, like, I need help figuring out how I'm going to write this, you know, write this article today. Or I need, I need an hour to work on my book today. Can you create this space and time? And, and then here's the trick is that they're going to mm-hmm. open it for you. But then you have to choose to use that time wisely. So like, you know, my neighbor calls and says, hey, can your kids come over for 30 minutes? I can choose to go, oh, my angels open that and I'm going to podcast right now. Or I can go, oh, right. I sit down and watch my Netflix show, right? So you get to yeah, see they're going to sure. open it for you, but you get to choose what you're going to do with it, right? Yeah. It's the choice. What's your human design? I don't even know that. We've got to find that out. out. We need, know, we need to. to. Oh, I my know. gosh. It's so simple. Just go and, like, take the test. Oh, I really? love to, like, I love to just, like, my guess, I love to, like, figure out what, like, sign they are. I'm, yeah. like, trying to, like, gauge what you are. Are you an Aquarius? I, no, I'm a Libra. You're a Libra? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. So you're very fair. Yeah, uh-huh. You're very fair. I'm getting a lot of. I feel like you have some Aquarius in you, perhaps, maybe. Ooh, fun. I don't know why I, I got. Like it. I don't know why I got because Aquarians are very, very smart and like the ability to do like so many things at once that you're doing. Yeah. It's it's so yeah. Okay, Libra. Cool. All right, very, very that. fair. I think that's great for having five kids to be a Libra mom. And you love yeah. fashion, right? You love dressing up. <laughs> Libra women are so fashionable. <laughs> No? You know, yeah. I let I let that I used to be. I would say that was a hundred percent me. And then when I started my mom life, um, yeah. I really let myself go. And uh, this year, actually, I let myself enjoy fashion again in in a very simple way, where I started using Stitch Fix. Have you ever heard of that? Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's so fun because somebody just picks out all my clothes and mails it to me <laughs> it's like, that is very simple it's like that piece got to wake up again you know do you feel like COVID did that to you kind of made you want to like let go uh no Be you know free. what we mm-hmm. it, it was um I don't know something just shifted where I was like I'm done wearing the same old garbage like I want to feel good. I coach every single day. I want to feel good when I'm coaching. And so it just kind of, it just kind of arose out of that. You kind of have to look good because you want people to, it's all, it's all about respect. You want people to respect what you're saying and what you're doing if they're paying you. And like, they don't want to look yeah. at a, you know, slobby lady. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I don't know they don't. 
you have like a uh, stylist who works for you on Stitch Fix, right? You just tell them the kind of yeah. things you like, and then they style it. I don't know who she is, but she's killer. And every single she's month, cool. she I knows call, you. I could hug her. Like I love it. She's doing such a good job. <laughs> that. That's so, so funny. Yeah. So most, so most of your clients, I know, you're more geared towards like the women starting out but like do you also help a lot of women do you coach them in finding love is that also like who are the majority of your clients who are you coaching i am coaching women who really want to make a difference in the world Mm -hmm. like they have visions like just for example this morning i just got off a coaching call three minutes before we got on this and mm-hmm. one of the women has this vision of starting just like this massive school for children. It's going to make all the difference in their lives. And another one just like they just have these huge visions of really changing people's lives. And that's going to be through a business because that's the way that the world works. We can't do things pro bono and free all day long. So I teach them how to take uh, their vision. And <laughs> what do you yeah. think? Absolutely, right? we have like, to get. We have to get. We have to pay for our exchange of energy. Exactly. So I help them take these visions that they have in their hearts and create really successful businesses, so that they can go and do these higher visions that they receive. So those are the type of women I serve. That's great. And did you ever have a client that you first met and you said to yourself, I don't know if I can help them. She kind of, have you ever like felt like someone was a lost cause, but then you were surprised? Do you ever get that? Mm, I, I never feel like anyone's a lost cause. I do have moments where I worry that their self-doubt wants to Mm. pull them out. And so that's where healing actually is a huge part of my, my business is then I get to teach them like, hey, right now you need to be working in these chakras and you need to be, you know, doing these actions to clear this old crap out. Now it is their choice if they're going to do mm-hmm. it. And if they don't do their healing work and they want to swim in self-doubt, then there's nothing I can do. But I've never had someone just drop out and be done. Because they do have these visions that are so fire inside of them that because they learn how to heal, they can move through the crap that wants to get them stuck. Mm. Well said. What's your favorite healing modality? So I use um, a mixture of, Mm -hmm. I was trained in something called muscle testing, which is like a form of kinesiology. And then I was also trained in energy mastery. And then I would say that the divine has taught me a lot of healing. So I've taken everything that I've learned and just kind of made my own little recipe. And I would say that's my favorite. I use a lot of visualization. That's a huge Mm. piece to how I heal. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love healers that kind of just create their own path and just a mix of everything. Because that's when you know they've gone through certain things and they wanted they want to help other people and they take it on as like a job to find out okay does this work for me does this work for me and that way they're yeah. like an encyclopedia to their client they're like you know I've <laughs> like I've tried that I'm not really a fan of it per se it didn't really help me but let's see how it could help you yeah right totally mhm yeah you did yeah. that perfectly mhm thanks and then the trauma that your clients deal with, and probably the, these listeners that are listening, 
how how can they get started like navigating that trauma and just finding like the gifts within their trauma as you mentioned before so i i really believe there are so many gifts in trauma as much as i hate trauma and like Mm -hmm. there has been many a days that i've been so pissed that i have trauma to heal because it is a consistent it's a deep lifelong healing work but I will say that I am grateful for my trauma because it led me to be a seeker. And it can either yeah. lead you to be like crusty and old, old energy <laughs> feeling, right? Like this like right. bitter, resentful, or it can lead you to be a seeker. And if you seek, you will always find light. You will always find more healing. And that's the gift in my trauma is it is lit- like I wouldn't be who I am because who I am is from years and years of seeking more modalities of healing, seeking more guidance from the divine, seeking more mm-hmm. intuition and guidance. So the seeking is the first place. Just start to ask the divine, like, what do I do now? Like every therapist I've ever worked with, every type of healing I've ever worked with, I've asked the divine, like, show me who I work with. And they're always brought to me. I'm like, their names stick out to me. Someone refers them to me. And they are always the next step in my healing. It's just, it's about also like letting go and just trusting that whatever is sent to you is for a reason and that you need to just come across it, even if it's bad or if it's good, it's just, it's meant for you to just experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so true. well said. Very. And so going back to what you said about divine self and waking up in the morning and having that routine, like that's the best way. Do you also think that um, in regard, what are your views on like diet? Like, do you keep a, do you keep a vegan diet? What are your views on that? So up until this year, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that was a part of my life because <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like <laughs> eating horrible, but I really, it was a lot on my plate to focus on, building my businesses and raising five kids. And so I would say my diet was just like regular. There's nothing special about it. And then, Mm. and then my body woke me up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I um, all of a sudden had this horrible allergy to um, gluten, like where my throat Mm. closes up, like legit. Oh gosh. Out of nowhere, my throat, like literally out of nowhere this happens. And then, dairy my body just started to just like have serious reactions and so for the last seven months so since January I've been on this new path of like really listening and honoring my body and and like my body literally kicked out things so that I could be more in alignment and I definitely feel more in alignment as I stopped eating all gluten all dairy and I know that in the future, I really do feel like I am leaning towards vegan. It's just a little mm-hmm. tricky with five kids to figure that all out, you know? Like, it I'm, is. I'm a cooker. So, like, I literally bake, like, like they have huge breakfasts. They have huge dinners. Like, I, I am old-fashioned in that sense. And so it is harder to make that happen, you know? Very cute. Very cute. And do you feel like cooking helps you connect to your divine self and your divine feminine? Because I feel like that. I think when I cook, um, when I let myself enjoy it, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the time, 
I'm cooking pretty fast. I don't know if it, there's a lot of connection happening then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, five kids. Let's, let's not forget that. <laughs> and do you ever find time to, like, meditate with them around? Do you have a oh, meditation yes. practice? You do? How does that oh, work? Yeah. I mean, my sacred space practice is an hour and a half. So I wake up at Whoa. five, and I have uh, an hour okay. and a half practice. And meditation is a part of that. And then during my day in between coaching calls, like if I do a, mm-hmm. a like a three hour span of coaching calls and I go into something next like podcasting or writing, I do do a 10 minute meditation to like re-nourish, refill my cells, refill my nervous system and then go back at it. So I would say meditation is actually a big part of my life. Good. I mean, I feel like it, it would have to be with yeah. the amount of people you speak to per day. <laughs> yeah it Those is children it's included of, it's a big part of keeping you know because I'm actually super introverted I know I don't come off introverted but but I am very I love to be alone and so because I spend so much time with people the meditation is how I refill my bucket and also like I have a meditation I created where I I go through all of my cells visually and I clean them off like I clean off everybody's energy from my cells and then I activate them in light and that's like uh that's when I use all the time to just kind of reboot do you listen to frequencies too no that's not gone to actually maybe I do oh my god no no I do okay do you know Alana Fairchild yeah oh I love Alana She's like my top favorite guru, and she has this uh, frequency app that that mm-hmm. has like ten different frequencies. And I actually do; I listen to those regularly. But those are the only ones I know about. What else do you listen to? Oh my god, I'm gonna send you some of my favorites for sure. Yes, that I love. Oh gosh, I have please. so many that I love. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm so it's excited. Yeah, and. I also was curious, how do you find your clients? Like, is it through your publishing? Is it through your podcast more? Like, where do you feel like you get the majority of them? So I would say my podcast is huge. Your podcast. Because um, I think this is the genius part about podcasting is that people become really comfortable with you so that when you meet with them on a Zoom call for the first time, it's not like, well, I don't know who you are. Like, they've been spending hours with my voice in their ear there's like a comfortable energy already there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have, you know, I, I know this is such a vague answer, but I really do every morning ask my angels to find the women who need my help. And they are always brought in just miraculous ways or they find my Instagram or they land on an article that I posted on Medium. Like I, I, I put my work out everywhere so that when I ask my angels to find the people, there's avenues for my angels to work with. Does that make sense? I love that. No, I totally get that. And that's why I was wondering what your human design is because I'm a projector. So I'm supposed to literally pit myself out for free, like put myself out there just, and then people are supposed to find me. And that's my way of not getting bitter because I'm not supposed to chase. So I feel like you kind of have that you have that like kind of manifester vibe, but you also have like that projector thingy in you, which you're, you're leading a lot of people. You're leading yeah. people on your pod. You're leading people in your publishing. So I'm yeah. just like, what are you? <laughs> my oh, I can't wait to take the test. <laughs> what, I, just, I just Googled this. How do I take this test? Yeah. Let me, 
<laughs> so you just Google um, human design test. Free, okay. I guess. And then it's my human design, and then and that's it. And we'll and then we'll see. Yeah, and Jenna Zoe does that. Yeah, she's like the best, Jenna Zoe. So she is the person too. Jenna Zoe, Zoe. Okay, I'll look her up. Oh, I'm excited. She is awesome. Yeah, she is really, really fun. So this was awesome. Can you tell everybody where to find you and reach reach out to you, listen to your podcast? Mm -hmm. Please tell. Please tell. Yeah, so my podcast is The Awakened Podcast. It's up on any podcast platform. And they can always go to my website, which is com, or I'm on Instagram posting quite a bit at just Polson, my name. And um, I'm super excited. I'm launching a new boot camp that's going to help authors write their books and create successful businesses. So that is launching soon. And I'm launching a 25-person mastermind this next upcoming week that I am so excited about. I'm like lit on fire to help these women just blast their work to the world. It's going to be so much fun. And can I just tell you, I've been sitting like talking about like connecting to certain people and just like having it be just, you know, divine timing. I've been sitting on a book (laughs) that I've written and it's not done, but just like speaking to you just gave me like the little fire and like the inspiration just to like get back into it and just yeah. it's like a sign for me so like thank you so so much for coming on and giving me that little push when there's something yeah. magical that happens when you allow your book to come through you like it literally will wake up momentum in every mm-hmm. area of your life so really it is so magical and I'm so excited for you Thank you, Kira. I really, really appreciate you coming on. I had a lot of fun. Me too. This was a blast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support. Have you guys heard of Rakuten? It's where you can shop all your favorite stores online and make money. Yeah, you can make money. I have made thousands of dollars. Granted, I've been on it for a while, but if you're someone who's an online shopper, you need to sign up right now. And you can use my invite link. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N dot com slash R slash Divina 141 rakuten.com slash r slash divina 141 happy shopping and make some money